All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to the marketplace. Uh, Corey Parson, Nando Defino, taking you through everything you need to know. Uh, well, about everything: bets, fantasy, cards, fun. Corey, what's going on, man? How are you? What's the deal, Nando? Definitely uh, glad to be speaking with you. You know what I'm saying? We played uh, hit or miss the past couple of weeks, but now we're into the season. We get a chance to chill. And, you know, sometimes just doing the, the pod is just like I said before. It's just like, oh, let me, let me just get a chance to spend a few minutes with Nando. You right know ahead. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, catch up and see what's going on. You know what I mean? So I got a, got a couple things for you today that was on my mind. Are you a group text guy? Like, are you, like, active in the group chat? Uh, I think, I like, from what I can tell from the group chats that I'm in, I'm, like, right in the middle. You know, I participate okay. when I have to. I don't overdo it. Uh, but I don't just completely ignore it either. I'm active enough because I'm honored that you would have put me in that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not active at all. All right. <laughs> like, even if I see something interesting, I'm like, I'll email it. I'll text that person individually. I don't know what it is. I don't listen. It's not that I don't like my friends. I, I love my friends. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But um, I, I just it, it seems like the conversation sometimes can 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 go for a little bit too long for me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you like, like Does that make are me a some bad of them? Friend? No, not I don't think it, no. If, especially if you're texting that person one on one, you're still a good friend. And sometimes, no, no, I'll be yeah. honest. It's, it's, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, no, no, I just like, oh, come on, enough of this already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, we we got we're still cracking the same jokes from college. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and it's it's all kind of hyperbole, and you know what I mean? Uh, medical courier services and you know what i'm saying and hawk is showing off no. his orthopedic shoes and you know what i'm saying it's like you know a whole bunch of shador sanders it's, it's just you know what i mean nando it's just i'm watching the game too y'all yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say your, your group chat's totally different than mine yeah and tish is like inviting us Oh, y'all got to come up to Martha's Vineyard, you know. And I'm like, "What, Tish? We, we are not. You're Martha's Vineyard, Tish. We not. We not Martha's Vineyard. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. We're not a part of the elite. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever been up there? No, never. And I went to school. I went to Boston College, so there are always people going to, you know, yeah. come to Martha's Vineyard. I'm like, ah, not, not really my speed. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. You know, but you know, they got you got to like get on a boat to get up there. Yeah. There's Man, a whole ferry tough. system. Yeah, like, you got to drive your car onto a boat. Like, you can't just, you know, land in Martha's Vineyard. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. We're going to take the, take the bridge to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, no, no, no. You got to, you got to, it's it's, uh, it's tough to get up there. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, it's stuff like that. No, no, I can't deal with it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Hey, you're here. You're in a safe space now. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where you want to be. I mean, like, I think we should start with the who, Jets, right? Is that Who like- has... Which quarterback situation is more dire? The Jets or the Bills? Oh, the Jets, I'd say by far. Well, the Bills situation is not good either, not though. I mean, but I mean, I think you're saying this to make a point. You don't really believe this, this. guy stinks. He does. He turns the ball over way too much. He turns the ball over way too much. He is not an elite quarterback. He turns the ball over way too much. He makes terrible decisions. He loses the game for them. Uh, yeah, but he also, I mean, like, he wins enough, I think, where he's emerged it's, as kind of a superstar. I don't know that's going to be the case this year. Where do you think? You think his jersey sells in the top 20 of the NFL? Buffalo Bills have a 
very big fan base. Yeah. So it, it probably is. But you don't, but, need, you don't need to wear a Josh Allen jersey to the game. You can buy a Thurman Thomas jersey still. You know what I mean? You can like, wear them crazy Zubas pants they like to wear the Buffalo Yeah, jersey. exactly, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of options. You don't need a Josh Allen jersey. I'm just wondering if he's like, if he's so beloved that you'll have his defenders come out. He's not going to be this year. He's not going to be 9 because he turned the ball over too much. There's no – let me tell you, do you remember – who was it in Houston that the fans came to his house he turned the ball over so much? Who, Matt, not Matt Shaw. Was it Matt Shaw? Yeah, it was Matt Shaw. The fans came to his house. Well, I'm sure they'll write the ship. Maybe not, though. I was down on the Bills, and I didn't know why this year. You know what I mean? I think it, well, it was like they're know. stale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I felt like they're stale. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe that's it. But, I mean, it's the same thing like, you know, the, the Bills. I don't know. I guess if you don't like Gabe Davis, you don't believe in the Bills really, right? Because he's like their number two, and they didn't make any moves to, you know, improve or do anything else. I mean, I guess they got a couple young guys in. But, yeah, if you're, I mean, if Josh Allen's broken, it's still not as dire as Zach Wilson, I don't think. The Jets can rally. I think you got Rodgers. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett? Really? Your guy? Well, Nathaniel Hackett's better as an offensive coordinator than he is as a head coach. Right? But I'm not sure the head coach is that good either. Like, when this happens in 1999, right, Bill Parcells was the head coach. Yeah. So it was much different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rick Myra, Ray Lucas. Like, now, I could be wrong about this, Nando, but that's the Jets – it was a goal line stand late in that game, and Ray Lucas scored, and they say he didn't score. And it ended up giving the Seahawks the victory, and the Jets didn't make the playoffs. That could have been the game that spawned instant replay. But then again, I'm like, I feel like instant replay might be older than 20 years now. I feel like it should be, right? I feel like instant replay might have been a mid-90s, not late-90s thing. But then again, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I would ask Siri, but we're in the pod, we're doing the podcast. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I mean, make it part of the show. When was instant? Replay? <laughs> I can stay here. Let me tell you. I, I, I turned Siri off, though. When was instant replay invented? I know this is thrilling stuff, but December seventh, nineteen sixty-three. No, that's like so. We're about thirty years off. Army and Navy, move. Army and Navy no, squared like, off in their annual college football game. Tony Verna revolutionized the way we watch and officiate sports when he invented instant replay in 1963. Okay, NFL adopts instant replay. Let's try that. All right, let's see. Riveting. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all won't listen to me and not know talk to each other. Well, this is what you get. This is what you get. You're welcome. Uh, The NFL first experimented with instant replay in 1976. Although this this is officiating. All right, it remained in place through 91. The current system was put in place, was put in use in 1999, adding the opportunity. That's what I was talking about, the challenge. The current system was put in use in 19... So, yeah, so it was it was that season. So, yes. They went to instant replay, adopted it in 86. It remained in place through 91. The current system where you can challenge the play was put into use in 1999. So, maybe those first five years was like referees can go back and change the play. Um, they had maybe they had the discretion, but then in 1999, you was able to throw the challenge flag. Right. Uh, the guy who invented it passed away eight years ago. Sorry to hear that. Tony Verna. Imagine that man inventing instant replay. 
usually have a spot in the Hall of Fame. I wonder if he does. He will get a primetime Emmy for outstanding now, I've, achievement. I've been there. I, you know, I've been there a lot. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. There is, there is an instant replay. Um, it's like a technology wing. And instant replay is one of the technologies of the game. It has to be. Let's say you watch yeah. the game completely differently now with instant replay. Oh, now, yeah. No you doubt. Know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And instant replay is a part of everything. Like, even on Madden, you can challenge a play. You know what I mean? So, it's it's something that football fans younger than us would be like, remember, they used to play this game without instant replay? Yeah, yeah. they used to be. It used to be what the referee said goes. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That was a thing. Man. All right. Well, Tony, I can't find out if he's in the Hall of Fame. He has to be. But whatever. We'll look at that some. We'll look at that off air. Let's get some waiver wire. Let's do that. That's fun. Uh... Here's something that's bothering me. Uh, all this this puka love that's going on, which is fine and great, and I love it, right? Like these both of these Rams wide receivers, but Cooper Cup's only going to be out for four weeks. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't believe that. You don't think so? <laughs> I wouldn't believe. No, I know. He went. To, you have you ever heard of a hamstring specialist? I I have now. Yeah, you see, it's like he went and he then he then he went out there to Minnesota to see a quote unquote hamstring specialist. And then he stayed out there. Like, he didn't go and, and get, you know, some dirt put on it or get the blood spun or something like that. You know, a lot of times, players don't tell you this, there's some treatments that go on overseas that you can't get done in the United States. A lot of times on players' off days, you know, the, the richer, more important players to the team, like, like, say, for example, Aaron Rodgers, you know, had a high ankle sprain, you know, the week before the AFC Championship, the week before the AFC Championship game. Yeah. On like a Tuesday, he would possibly go to like Europe and get his blood spun and come back. Like NFL players do that. This dude went to Minnesota and stayed. I think it's something else affecting Cooper Cup, and I think it's showing up as a ham as a hamstring or a soft tissue injury. But it, it's something else going on there. Maybe he's not hydrated enough. I don't know. But he is for as good as he is, Nando. You better go get those other dudes. I'm like Puka is. Puka is one of my top guys on the waivers this week because number one, I got a couple. I got a couple teams with Cooper Cup, and number two, it looks like he plays the game similar to Cooper Cup. So I think they've found a solution for Cooper Cup's injuries. Did you fall for the Van Jefferson thing? No, I didn't fall for it. I'm never going to fall for Van. Right. Jefferson. I mean, it's like we've seen Van Jefferson enough, right? Like, I'm yeah. sorry, you know, if you're, you know, if you got him. Yeah. Have we seen Kendrick Bourne enough, though, to ignore that performance? I don't know, actually. I kind of like I, I don't know. All right, so here's my theory. I know you really – okay, go ahead. Yeah. People are saying that was a one-off. They're not going to play many games like that. Mac Jones threw the ball 50-something times. The Patriots don't want to play like that. Well, if you look at the Patriots' schedule, they have one of the hardest schedules in the league. They're not just going to be able to sit back and run the ball 25, 30 times a game and win the game. They're going to have to throw a lot this year. And one thing about Kendrick Bourne is he's not Tyreek Hill fast. Nobody is. But he's got some jets on him, and he can put some pressure on the defense. Now he has to catch the ball. But I don't know. I think a dollar make your hollow on Kendrick Bourne is not a bad investment because, to me, it looked like he stepped up as WR1. You know that Juju knee is getting ready to explode. Right. What if it right. doesn't? I mean, that seems like such a ridiculous thing, and everyone's made so many jokes about it now. I'd, I'd like to not have it happen, actually. I, know, I don't want it to happen either, you know what I'm saying? Well, not even for Juju Smith, just to shut up all these Twitter people who make the jokes about it. Oh, we got to get to the Twitter doctors. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go back to Aaron Rodgers after we do this waiver wire because there's a lot of reaction that I saw on TV and social media that we got to discuss. But the Kendrick Bourne thing I think is interesting. A dollar on Kendrick Bourne. Josh Reynolds could be on some waiver wires too. I checked this morning because I'm in carnage already, Nando. You know what I'm saying? I, it's the J.K. Dobbins thing. I, I should get kicked in my ass for the J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor. You know what I'm saying? J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. Ooh, name them. Name them. Garrett Wilson. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? Nah, no. yeah. You name them. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I look, I'm looking at, and I see some Josh Reynolds. I'm definitely picking Josh Reynolds up because I think he is going to be a player uh, for the Lions. And I love that. I love that Lions offense for fantasy. You think you had it bad. You want to hear Nando's fantasy lineup week one in the league he cares about the most? Sure. It's a super flex league, and my quarterbacks were Josh Allen and Kenny Pickett. So that's a smooth 27 points between the two of them. <laughs> nice start. My running backs, it gets better. My running backs, or worse, I guess. My running backs are Joe Mixon and Cam Akers. Oh, Cam Akers, what a disaster. Well, I, know, right? I mean, he had 22 carries, so I guess we he feel good about that. He ended up strong, yeah. yeah. So there's reason to be optimistic, but Williams ran like, a, like, he, like he was coming for that job. My regular flex was Josh Jacobs. Who farted? He didn't have a great game, but he. No. But I would. I would trust Jacobs. My wide receivers uh, were Drake London and George Pickens. I stacked oh, Pickett and Pickens. Did you get two zeros? I got a zero from London. I got a six point one from Pickens. The way we're scoring. Hey, works, Pickens might be a a a training camp dude, like a preseason guy. No, I think he's gonna be a stud, man. I love him. Well, I need his time. He needs to show. He needs to show it because all the highlights you don't see a highlight during the game. No, you don't. There's no Odell catches. At least Odell brought it into the regular season. Yeah, he brought uh, – Odell did it during the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pickens do it in practice when it don't help nobody fantasy team. Uh, my, my tight end is Dallas Goddard. So that was a, that was a nice zero. <laughs> my, I don't know if my kicker is Will I'm Lutz. I'm just waiting for you to say T. T Higgins was on this team. No, he's not. He's, so then the commanders are my defense. And on the bench, at least, I got Zeke Elliott, Gainwell, uh Deion Jackson and Adam Thielen. Well, it's good that you have – yeah, so you do have some some reinforcements that can help you with that. I got to tear this team down, man. That, that, that I, I See that Drake London, there's no reason to be optimistic about that because it's like, okay, why – and you know what? Kyle Pitts is going to my bench too when he is at – I got Hayden Hurst. I was Kyle Pitts might have, to go, might have to go to the waiver wire. Like Kyle so Pitts, you, what else – So you don't even – don't fool yourself by putting them in your lineup, right? Just put them on the waiver wire and let somebody else fool themselves putting them in the lineup. I thought it was a Mariota thing, but it's obviously not. I mean, like, it, it, like Salfino wrote something about how Arthur Smith is, you know, the worst coach for draft capital skill players in the world. <laughs> but he's not wrong, man. Like, people gave him crap, and he's like, but he's not wrong. Like, he's wasting Drake London. He's wasting Kyle Pitts. He kind of wasted Bajan Robinson. Like, he's right. Nah, he's a tough guy to root for. He is like, but you see, one. This is what I say about him, right? I think as fantasy people, we have to understand the difference between the head coach and the offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator is our friend. The offensive coordinator has the same end goal as we do: points, first downs, reception, touchdowns. The head coach, his job is to win the game. Yeah. And Arthur Smith is a win-the-game head coach. He's not a let-me-appease. He's not a, oh, let me let the offensive coordinator, you know, do his thing. You know what I'm saying? He is a, 
I'm going to be, I'm going to win. The, my job is, his job is to win the game, and he coached to win the game. He don't coach to run up big statistics. Man, you're such an Arthur Smith apologist. It's not even funny. I mean, he, he, the guy can kind of coach them. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, I like dudes right. that can coach. You know what I mean? Like, Mike Vrabel can coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I like, I, and then you got dudes like, like Staley. In, in San Diego, I mean Los Angeles, who can't coach, I call his team. I'm going to be like John Madden. I'm going to be calling them the San Diego Chargers Forever. in the 70s. Forever. You know dude. what I'm saying? You remember yes. John Madden? John Madden used to call the Indianapolis Colts the Baltimore Colts. They hadn't been in Baltimore in 30 years. Old habits die hard, man. <laughs> like Ray Lewis was on the team. You know what I'm saying? He was calling them. I mean, Indianapolis he was calling them Baltimore uh, in the Peyton Manning years, he was calling them the Baltimore Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the Colts was still in Baltimore, though. Like Peyton Manning being a legend in Baltimore. That would set off a weird domino effect. And then the Browns would still be in Cleveland. And so the yeah. new Browns would be – so the Ravens, you would have had Ray Lewis. So, yeah, Cleveland so legend. Ray Lewis would – they would have been – you know what I'm saying? They would have been – they would have been the standard, really. You know? I mean, they had to rebuild that entire Browns team from nothing. That was an expansion team that they gave them too. Well, they but but where where they got lucky was they had some hope. Then I, I wouldn't even really say lucky because it took them a while to get that thing together. But they had a couple holdovers from when 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 Belichick was there, when Belichick and Lombardi and and Ozzie, it was there when they that group was that group ended up building the Baltimore Ravens into the team they are today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and but there was still some pieces there from that group that um you know were doing some stuff in Cleveland when they first got that team, but it took them a little bit while. I guess you can see they're still not going. Hey Nando, hey Deshaun Watson, hey listen, hey. you can't I mean, can't use the Russ excuse no more. Hey, what's going on here? Right. Is this a Ben Simmons situation? Did this guy die on the vine? Like is he like a, a stiff now? You know what the crazy part is? Like, I wonder, and it's there's no way to get into this psychologically, I guess, but, like, I wonder if Watson is either super innocent and completely crushed by these allegations and it's just affecting him mentally, or if he's super guilty and he feels guilty because he's out there playing and he knows something's wrong and it's affecting him mentally. Either I, way, I think, I think that, that crushing weight of all that is affecting him mentally. It's, it's affecting him mentally. Very interesting that you mentioned that. I was watching Gil's Arena the other night, Gilbert Arena's uh, uh, podcast, and he talked about when he came back from the gun suspension, how he didn't even really want to play. You know what I'm saying? Like he was fine getting taken out the game. He he, he did he didn't want. He, he, Gilbert almost said he felt like he didn't want people looking at him when he would get when the game would be over. He would leave his house and he would go straight home. And he said he wanted a window with a house with no windows because he didn't want people to see him. And I'm like, you know, Watson could be going through something like that. He may need a sports psychologist. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because, like, I mean, like, he's got – we know he has a talent. We've seen him do it before. He has the talent around him. He's got really good coaching. Uh, I mean, as far as we know, I think Stefanski's a good coach. He seems like he I is. think Stefanski can get the job done. Yeah. I, I like him. So, I mean, like, what – I mean, with the, all, you know, Occam's razor kind of just tells you that something's going on in his head, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's a shame. It's tough. Right? Yeah, it's it's. It, I think it's a mental thing, and I think it's going to be tough for him. Like he's going to have to have a breakthrough type moment. Like he's going to have to have a signature play. Like he's going to have to do something to get the city of Cleveland behind him. 
we were doing the show. I don't know if you remember, we were doing, I think we were doing the serious show when Deshaun Watson, I think it might have been his, whatever, it was like his, one of his early starts and he wasn't good. And then I remember we said something on air, like he just needs like that run. You know, like Deshaun Watson just needs that, like that 40 yard touchdown run. And lo and behold, like that Sunday, he ran for like 80 yards for a touchdown, maybe 60 yards for a touchdown. And that was it. You know, I got this crazy memory, right, Nando? Yeah. So I can tell you exactly what what happened, right? He wasn't the starting quarterback the first couple of weeks of the season. I forgot. It might have been Matt Schaub, right? It may have still been Matt Schaub. But whoever the starting quarterback was, got it was in ironically, they were in Cleveland. The player, the starter, he benched the starter, and Watson came in. And maybe his second or third drive. Watson had like a 60-yard touchdown run. It was Thursday night football. You know what I'm saying? And I was, and that was the play that sparked him until he tore the ACL that season. But that was the play. It was Thursday night football against the Cleveland Browns. Man, I remember it well. Well, it's not as job. well as you, I guess. But I remember that one play breaking him open. And after I remember that, Boogie was, like, was at my homeboy. Boogie was at the crib. You know, and we watched that game at Grandma's house. Me, Boogie, and Grandma sitting right there in the oh. living room watching the Cleveland Browns. And that's why I guess it's probably why I remember because it's probably the last time Boogie was in New York. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, but yeah, I remember that. That was pretty cool. And then after that, he was amazing. And then he you was know, amazing. He tore the ACL and he came back and he was like the guy. But I think he needs a signature moment now because. Like, okay, they won the game this week. Yeah. But you look at his numbers and you're like, man, this guy right here, this guy right here might be a liability if this team uh, is trying to make the playoffs. You got good quarterbacks. Well, you know, you got good quarterbacks in that division in the AFC North with with, with Burrow and Jackson. And I think Pickett gets there one day as well. Now, the Ravens offense, it looked like the same as last year to be not. You know what's funny? (laughs) Is we were like, hey, the the Todd Monken offense is rolling into town. And then, like, you go look at Todd Monken and what he's done, and you're like, oh, wait a second. Like, why why didn't someone stop us and be like, you know, like, can you name me any of good, like, Todd Monken coaching history? Like, if you go through Todd Monken's history as an offensive coordinator, what has the dude done? Like, uh, I guess Tampa, like, Tampa Bay? Maybe need maybe lead Alabama to a national championship, but then that's Nick Saban. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was good enough for Nick Saban to hire. Maybe you say that, right? Now, to, to Jackson's credit, well, not let me not put it on Jackson because God forbid. <laughs> that's still out there, Nando. I don't like black quarterbacks. Right. Uh, cause, because when Justin Fields turned the ball over, it's my fault. Um, But, you know, Andrews didn't play, so that hurts. But he was I fine. What, He's though. been fine before with Likely. Well, here's the thing about it. Yeah, exactly. They don't really care as long as they win the game. And that's the thing. They keep winning the game. But we worried about our fantasy team. Yeah. Right. And he's not putting up big fantasy numbers. Now, Zay Flowers looked like somebody I can get behind. Zay Flowers is going to be good, Pause. man. Yeah, I believe so. I think he's going to be good. Like I think they may have finally hit on a wide receiver. Yeah, I think you're right. Like this Rashad, this is another thing, man. Like Rashad Bateman, there have been like five guys this year. Who everyone's all over, and I'm like, don't you remember anything about history? Like people talking about, should I drop Rashad Bateman? Like you should never. What has Rashad Bateman ever done? And I understand he's been hurt a lot, but then he comes back in like week eight, and everyone's like, here comes Rashad Bateman. I'm waiting all season for him, and it doesn't do anything. Yeah, good luck. Right, like yeah, drop the guy, man. Like what are you? What are we waiting for? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fooling around. I wonder what his uh, roster ship percentage is. Rashad Bateman. Too high. 
If it's higher than Curtis Samuel, then that's a mistake. I'd rather have Curtis Samuel, who had a good game this week, and I think Curtis Samuel will continue to have good games. I'm a, I'm surprised that Antonio Gibson was so bad. But like, right, man, they they really like Brian. I thought Bienemy would be, you know, more open. Bienemy spoke glowingly about Gibson, you know, in in the preseason, and then you get to the game, and it's it's just Brian Robinson. Yeah. Well, you know what? Right at the end of the season, um, uh, Ben Standig. Like, so we did a thing where we asked. Shout out to Ben Standing. I've known Ben for a long time. He's awesome. He's a, a yeah. wonderful, helpful person. Um, but he did a thing with uh, – we had our, our, our subscribers ask questions to the beat writers, like a beat writer mailbag. Uh, and someone asked something. I forget what it was. It was like a Gibson-Robinson question. He's like, hey, listen, Robinson's a much better pass catcher than people think. Like, Robinson can catch passes. Like, and I know that's Gibson's thing, but, like, Robinson is a running back who can catch passes. Gibson's like a converted wide receiver. Who obviously can make catches. So that turn, like you know, right before I had a couple of my drafts, I read that. Like it wasn't even out yet. You know, I just read the Google Doc that it was in. I'm like, oh, how about that? Maybe I will jump Brian Robinson a couple rounds. And I did, and it worked out. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but you know. Listen, they, they like the player a lot. So it looks like I got to back up on a lot of teams, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So I don't know how I feel about that, but it is what it is. Um so let's go with it, right? Dodson, you know, this is not the greatest offense to be attached to, right? So bye weeks, you know, listen, you're going to want Robinson, you're going to want McLaurin, Dodson, or you're going to get consistent production, or they're going to be Devontae Adams where they're giving you double digits every week. You're going to miss some weeks with those guys, but, you know, you're going to miss some weeks with a lot of guys. You know, I hate to put it that way because, you know, there's truly an elite level of fantasy talent, and then there's, then there's everybody else. You know, I was thinking about what you said. I think it was you. I mean, you were just talking and about auctions and how just go get the stars because you're going to end up cutting everybody else anyway. Yeah, I saw that from Selfie. I went to my auction team, and Nando, everybody on the bench stinks. I'm like, wait, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, the starting lineup, fabulous. And then you look at the bench, and I'm like, I got to swap all of these guys out. Yeah, right. But that's what we wanted, right? That was supposed to happen. Yeah, you're right. So it's like, that's I just should have went and got Tyreek Hill. You know yeah, what I'm dude. saying? <laughs> no, no, I don't have him nowhere. What a disgrace. We talked on this what show how he should be the number one overall pick. That was like Nando. our first episode. I was. I even said we one of the questions he – you know how people say, oh, I don't look at my other at the, my opponent's roster. I look at my opponent's roster to make sure they don't have Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? Because I know if they got Tyreek Hill, I'm going to, it's going to be a long Sunday. We are done. You're toast. Tyreek Hill is such a uh, is such a, a cheat code. He can break the stat. He can break the scoring. Hold on, I'm going to show you this team right here. I'm just going to read. I don't know. Now, mind you, this team, I think I this was an auction from, like, June. You know what I'm saying? This is a team that has J.K. Dobbins on it. So, I was like, well, let me go to the bench and find a running back. So, I was like, oh, I got Tank Bigsby. And then I was like, Cordero Patterson, Michael Carter, Malik Davis. <laughs> like, you know what oh, I'm man. saying? Like, oh, man. These are, all, these are all healthy scratches. These are all inactive guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then I'm like, you know, and then, you know, the wide receivers on the team, not terrible, but I'm looking at this flex and Odell Beckham in this flex. I'm like, who can we throw in this flex? And I'm like, Jamison Williams? Okay, that's five weeks from now. Tyler Boyd? Devontae Parker? I'm like, oh, man, I got to, I got to fix this. Really, yeah, I got to really... get some dudes. 
I got to get some dudes. So I looked at the waiver wire. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. So I know I got I got just like Justice Hill, Tutu Atwell, right. Kendrick Bourne, right. Clyde Edwards Hilaire happened to be on the waiver wire. So I got to go get these guys because they got to at least have guys that play. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. That's but a start. Bye weeks come. Yeah, exactly. I mean, those guys be active. <laughs> those guys you have, you're not even like, well, you know, he could get better in a little bit. Yeah, it's like no, it's, exactly. It is like, like period. Active. Yeah, a healthy yeah. scratch. You Rashad, know what how about Rashad I mean? Penny? So, He's not. He's not available. But yeah, oh yeah, the healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah. The healthy scratch. Nobody saw Gainwell coming. You know what I mean? And and Gainwell got it done. I can't believe Penny was a, just a total straight up healthy scratch, though. Yeah, I was not expecting that. He's good, man. Like he's good. I also can't believe Brees Hall ran for that many yards last night. Like I know we're oh, talking Rodgers. Like, that's his Melvin Gordon. I can use Melvin Gordon on this team. You think so? You're gonna go after Melvin yeah. Gordon? I mean, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you don't think Kareem Hunt's gonna get signed? Well, I would, I would go for I, you know they, they. I think they. I think they believe in Gus. Like they've always they they, they Gus always find a way to be a part of the Ravens. You know that hundred percent, man. If he's always out there, he's find my, a way to yeah. be a part. Yeah, hundred percent. That's I might take him over any of these Rams receivers. I think if Gus Edwards is out there, just go get him. It's yeah, like they keep trying so. to get Gus Edwards as a starter every year. You know, it's like it's like it's like they can't get rid of Gus Edwards. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he's the guy. I don't even got nobody else to cut on it. Oh, I cut Michael Mayer. I don't know what he did. So yeah, I just put a placeholder this time of the week, and then I'll really get to the numbers. And because I need to get all these guys, you know what I'm saying? Right. And here's the thing: you can't take your fab to the gentleman's club. That's what we say on the Roto Experts in the morning. So spend it, and you might as well spend it early when you still got track for the players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but you like, what are you saving the fab for? I, you know, I, Scott would always say, if I have an injury to my quarterback. And I'd be like, what quarterback is going to cost you $1,000? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, yeah, just go grab, you know what I'm saying, Matthew Stafford and call it a day. Uh, you know what? So I guess the good news is, like, if you don't want to blow it all this week, you know, and you want to wait a couple, all your starters are still going to start, right? There are no buys until week five. Exactly. So you still like on the surface, it looks, everything's great. And you can like build up a better bench over the next four weeks without being like, I need to start this guy immediately. But if you could, you could have a, a Taylor Dobbins cup, like, you know, you can do, well, probably can't have, depending on when you drafted, you could have cup and Taylor and Dobbins on your team. So yeah. your starting lineup could be toast already. Yeah, you're right. Rogers cup Dobbins. Drake London, yeah. <laughs> T Higgins, like you know, I had a, I had a team with with good players on it, scored seventy points. How's our buddy Vaccaro's teams doing? I'm sure they're amazing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who you ask. I love it. <laughs> I haven't asked him. Yet. I haven't asked him. I just asked how Vegas was. Oh, he went out in Vegas this year. Okay. Yeah. He was out in he well, he did New York for a weekend. He just did Vegas this past weekend. Nice, good job. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they're great. Yeah, he, like we know who he likes, and he always likes yeah. the guys who are good. So, where's my Anthony Richardson? You know, I, so I saw somewhere Anthony Richardson got hurt in the game, yeah, uh, so and then never heard never heard anything about it after. Like everyone's yeah, right about Anthony it. Anthony Richardson. This and no one said like, oh, but also he you know he hobbled off. 
he's got a Q next to his name every place, right? And then I and then I saw when we we were texting earlier about the doctor fantasy doctor Griff, yeah, being the, the best Griff in sports. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Like I don't really have to be a doctor, but I can do this. Okay, oh, yeah, really. <laughs> That's always that's kind of a kiss of death sometimes. Yeah, of course, all the time. He bruised his left knee. Oh, he'd be fine. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then he don't practice on Friday. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, exactly. He he (laughs) aggravated uh, you know, now it's a calf. Unbelievable. I had J.K. Dobbins, Jackson Smith. No, not I had J.K. At least I got Jackson Smith and Jigbo on this team. I had J.K. Dobbins, Garrett Wilson, and T. Higgins all in a lineup. Man. In real life. <laughs> Boy, it's only week one, right? Like, it seems like Can everything. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah. I didn't see, like, a lot of 157-point scores. You know, like, I, I lost one of mine, like, one of my bad ones, you know, like, 79 to 86. Yeah, it was a lot of low scores this yeah. week. But you had three dominant defenses this week. You had a dominant defensive performance. From the Cowboys, right? You had a dominant defensive performance from the Cleveland Browns. You had a dominant defensive appointment um, from the from, from the Forty ers There was not a lot of scoring this week. Um, I I didn't see no two hundreds. I seen some one seventies, but I saw a lot of people in the one thirties, one twenties, and full PPR. Let me tell you the highest the highest score I had was one fifty four in the uh, the CBS uh, St Jude League. Here's the lineup. He had Tua, Etienne, and this is all experts. This is uh this is Chris Harris actually. He had Tua, uh, ETN, Nick Chubb, Ayuk, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Dalton Schultz, uh, Ken Walker, Harrison Butker, and the Bills. So even that, I mean, he, he had, he's had Jacoby Myers and Michael Pittman on his bench, too, who could have given him more points. Yeah. But that's I mean, not I don't bad, know actually. To have Jacoby Myers is very interesting. Like, yeah, you right? know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah, why would you draft him? Because but he played he for McDaniels. Like, oh, that makes sense. But now he's in concussion protocol, so let's see. I, that's a good nugget right there. Which is why I think it's crazy they let Stidham walk. Right? Like Stud, stud Ham. Stud Ham. <laughs> Selfino thinks he's going to be the Broncos starter by like week five, I think. Oh, for real? Yeah. Hey, me and Salfino on the same page. I was saying last week that he's going to – one of my bold predictions was that Russell Wilson's going to get benched, right? And let me tell you something. I – Sean Payton despises Russell Wilson. He really despises Russell Wilson, right? When Russell Wilson fumbled that ball the other game, he fumbled it right in front of Sean Payton, and Sean Payton didn't blank an eye or nothing. He had no reaction. And I'm like, man, he can't wait to get rid of this guy. He's, Russell Wilson's going to end up getting benched, right? And then this morning, this may not be the best source to use, but I'm watching you know, Cam and Mace, right? And on Monday mornings, so this is, I'm watching the clip from yesterday. On Monday mornings, Cam and Mace have Antonio Brown on. And they asked Antonio Brown about Russell Wilson. And you know what he said? He said Sean Payton's going to bench him. Really? That's what he said. Yeah. Right. Uh, Deontay Johnson, breaking news. Deontay Johnson out for a few weeks with a hamstring injury. There we go. And it begins. Right. This, so this can be. So George Pickens. Hey, it's your show now, brother. You got to step up, man. You have no It's your choice. show now. You got. I don't want to see everybody else getting the job done. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you, they showing me things from your practice tape. I need George Pickens. It's time to step up. So Chase, let's see what he got. Chase Claypool is gone. Alan, yeah, Alan is Robinson gone. is your next best hope. <laughs> well, yeah, can you imagine Alan Robinson? What did Alan Robinson even do in Week One? I don't even. I don't even know. He had a couple catches. Did he? 
Yeah, for what, like two for thirty-two? It wasn't. It wasn't nothing that would make you. You know what I'm saying? Think he was back with Blake Bortles? Oh, five for sixty-four. Hold on. Not bad. I Ma- still wouldn't oh, get involved. I don't know, man. Allen Robinson, five for sixty-four in week one. That was with Deontay Johnson. You'd rather have eight targets. Kendrick Bourne or or, or Allen Robinson? Right now, I kind of feel like Allen Robinson. Am I going to fall for this again? Maybe. I mean, with either one of them, you're falling for it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's there to be fell for again. Let me check something. Uh, how would I do this? Career game logs. And let me sort by date. I just want to scan this real quick and see when the last time he had eight targets. Right? Because, I mean, Allen Robinson was not getting the ball thrown his direction. Okay, let's see. Not with Come on, man. Also, I wasn't satisfied with this week was Alec Pierce. Yeah, he was a hot name right at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Eight targets. Last time he had eight targets. Oh, we're scrolling, Corey. It was week one, week one of 2021 when he was with the Bears. He had 11. He hasn't had eight targets since September. So, hey, it's his anniversary. It's, this is a two-year anniversary of Allen Robinson's 11-target game. All right. Before that, he was getting them all the time. 13, 13, 13, 9, 9, 9, 16, 10, 13, 9. Dude hasn't gotten a twist. Wow. This is really bad. This is bad. Yeah, for real. I think he I think his skill level may have declined as well. Um But, but Lando, right quick, back to the, the, the Monday night debut. Yeah. So, first of all, when you I open up Twitter every day, and the first thing I see is a Twitter doctor. Last night, they were nowhere to be found. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hey, we better we better lay low. We're not real doctors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was my first observation, right? <laughs> I, I, I was watching the Manning cast, so, you know, it was the, the, to see Eli and Peyton react live, that was, you know, that was like, that was good stuff right there, right? But then, you, it's just so many... Like Clarence Hill, who covers the Dallas Cowboys for years, right? He, like, so him and, like, so when when when, when Rodgers brought the flag out for 9-11, Hill tweeted, uh, Mr. Anti-Vax himself. And I'm like, why do people do stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that have to do with this? And then Keith Oberman, who I used to be a fan of when he was, like, Sports Center and stuff like that. I told you he had a bad running with Keith Oberman. Even then, I still liked him. But now he's like, yo, who is this weird old guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's what an anti-vaxxer gets. You know what I mean? Like, Right, right. Like, like, where does this come from? You know what I'm saying, Nando? And then, Jamel Hill, they should call Colin Kaepernick. Deshaun Watson, yeah. Deshaun Watson missed a year and a half, and now he looked like Zach Wilson. Colin Kaepernick ain't played football in seven years. Right? right? <laughs> It's like people just find any way to draw clout to themselves, Nando. And I'm like, I, I can't deal with it, man. No, it's it's gotten like the day someone's like, hey, man, like Twitter's shutting down is going to be like, I'm not going to threads. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to like <laughs> live my life. Yeah, exactly. He said, all right, well, where can I promote my content at now? You know what I'm I saying? I don't care, yeah. Sorry. I'll, I'll mail you a flyer. <laughs> this week. Go to the, yeah, go to the site. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You can find it. You're grownups. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess what? Uh, I, I came out of retirement to cover the waiver wire column for Al this weekend for baseball. Whoa, I'm I sure that was fabulous. My headline guy was Oscar Colas, the White Sox outfielder. Uh, the thing is, it's published on Friday. On Sunday, Colas was optioned to the minors. Like, who gets optioned yeah. to the minors on a team that's going nowhere Sunday. in the middle of September? <laughs> yeah, on a Sunday. Yeah. You see, you see what I'm saying? Twenty-four-year-old no, Cuban. I'm like, oh man, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm better it's not editor. Meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me duck out of here. Al, here you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like let me help out. Al needed a day off. I'm like, I'll just do it. You know, like I'm paying attention. I got teams that are still in contention, so I know what I'm writing about. Yeah. And of course, Oscar Colas. Option yeah, to the right. minors. Just like that, Tofino. But you know what? I didn't even tweet the column though. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't care. Yeah, nah, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? But that's it. That's the same thing. Like it's just so. Nah, it's know. just like you. you yeah, it's 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 it, it, it's hard to navigate that spot, especially on big nights like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's actually very easy to navigate that spot. Uh, don't you bring just up. Don't go to. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to it, Corey. That's how you navigate it. That's yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty good idea. Or you know, just like you know, if you're a tweeter and you must. You know, give some Zach Wilson stats. Talk to me about how much Zach Wilson's cards are, like, surging in price right now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Still feel, you can't get one for under 50 bucks right now. PSA 10. Prism. Wow. I'm sure everybody jacked wow. up the prices, right? Like, because you assume Wilson's yeah, going to play the yeah. whole season. He, he's, got, he's got Randall Cobb he can throw to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get in there and work with him. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be, let me not say, I think he'll be better than he was last year. But I mean, like, look, everyone loves Darnold now. Like, you know, like it's, it's it took a few years or whatever, and he f- fell into a nice system, I guess. I don't think he's going to see the light of day with the way Brock Purdy's playing, though. No, it's over. No, no, no. Brock Purdy's got that job. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it was people last night saying that the, that, 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 that the Jets should trade for Trey Lance. Why? So they can have two highly drafted quarterbacks that suck? Yeah, right. It's, 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 oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, not a good idea. Sorry, everybody. Thank you for playing. Um, Corey, we, uh, like we've hit past our, our half-hour mark that we usually pledge to to kind of keep it around, to keep it nice and light um, and fluffy for everybody. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of want to – I need to go to the air-conditioned side of the house. Yeah, I got so, you. You know what I'm saying? We can, uh, you know, we can pick this up next week. I think we did a good job. Yeah, you. I think so, man. Uh, by the way, just one thing I'd like to point out. My Sports Illustrated for Kids came yesterday. Nice. Who's in it? Rose Zhang, the female golfer everyone loves. Uh, okay. Bottom left, uncreased, perfectly centered. So I'm going to rip a nice. couple of those out and, and get them graded. But there's also the uh, the Messi card, his first card with him in the Inter-Miami uh, jersey. Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist anywhere else except for Sports Illustrated That's for Kids. That one right there. Huh. Hey, you know who is going to light the trading card game on fire? Who? Shador Sanders. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's gonna light the trading card game on fire. Yeah. When it, when it when it comes time for his first print runs, he's gonna take off. Now, now with the with fanatics and Panini and all of this stuff, yep. You know, unlicensed cards are going to start becoming more popular now. Oh, you know what? I've actually seen some on eBay, and I've seen a couple on. There's a guy who um, Lameem James features. When he did the, uh, he made a Wander Franco, Chris Hansen dual auto relic card. Yeah. It's like Card Creator five thousand on Etsy, and the cards look beautiful, man. And like some of these custom cards on 
eBay look really nice. Like I could, yeah. I could kind of, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be like the Bang Bros cards that came out and they're getting sued left and right for it. But like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. There's some good looking <laughs> cards out there with a little bit of heft that have like cool designs and stuff. Yeah, no, so yeah, I'm I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm be on the lookout for that Shador. Obviously, Caleb Williams is going to be a superstar as well. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, but Sanders like a different level. Yeah, like he Sanders has good press conferences. Be. You know what I mean? Like he's Dion. Well, he's Dion Sanders' son. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's like he has that with him already. You know what I mean? Yeah. He refers to him as Pop. You know when he's talking about yeah. him. It's good stuff. All right, we had a good show. I'll let you go get cool. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You want to say something? No, I was going to say I, I appreciate that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, thank you for joining us. This has been The Marketplace with Corey Parson and Nada Uh We will see you next week. Good luck with all your waiver bids. Goodbye. Goodbye.